Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir daf Mem Hey. We left off on Mem Hey Amidal, but we're going to backtrack back to Mem Dalit and Bez in order to get back into it. So we'll probably go uh, back halfway up the Amidal on Mem Dalit and Bez. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Ala Shalom. It's also sponsored by Rosie and Mark Friedman commemorating the art site on the 15th day of Adar of Mark's father, Rabbi Morris Friedman, Alava Shalom, Rabbi Shmuel Moshe Ben Yechiel Dov HaKohen. It is also sponsored by Gordon Weingarten, Lila Nishmas, his father, Avram Ben Asher Pinchas, whose yard site is today. And it's also sponsored by Moshe David, Lili Nishmas, Chaim Ben Yaakov, Shmuel, and Hashem Shav and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So as we began the discussion yesterday, we started talking about whether a Zav, is a, who is a Tvul Yom, is allowed to enter the Machne Levia. So we're going to have that discussion. We'll start it again and uh, conclude that discussion today and learn based on the, what, the stat, what the Din by a Zav is, based on a similar drasha that one might make by a Nazir, and then the Mishnah on Amr Aleph is going to talk about the process of the Tiglachas and the Karbanos at the conclusion of the Nazirus. When exactly does he do the Tiglachas? Uh, after doing which of the Karbanos, of his three Karbanos, does he do the Tiglachas? The Gemara is then going to have a couple of uh, three possibilities, actually, of what we learn from the fact that the Torah says that the Giluach is done at Pesach Ohel Moed, the Gemara initially rejects the possibility that it means that it's actually done at the Pesach Ohel Moed. The Gemara thinks that that's uh, disrespectful or a couple of other reasons why we think it can't possibly mean that. But uh, we're going to have three possibilities of what it does mean, that the Tiglachas is done at the Pesach Ohel Moed. And then the Mishnah on Amr Beis is going to talk about what he does with the hair after he does the Tiglachas. What happens to the hair after doing the Tiglachas, and we're going to see that the hair goes, Tachas Hadud, that it gets put in the fire under the pot that's cooking the carbon. Which carbon? So that's also a discussion. The Gemara is going to also bring three opinions of Tanoim of when exactly, under which circumstances, does the Nazir burn his hair, Tachas Hadud. It may depend on whether he's a Nazir Tahar or a Nazir Tameh, meaning whether this is at the conclusion of the Nazirus or it's when the Nazirus was interrupted by Tuma. And it may also depend on whether he's uh, getting doing the Tiglachas in the Mikdash or he's doing the Tiglachas Bimedina, outside of the Mikdash. So those are the two factors, but ultimately it's going to be three different opinions under which circumstances a Nazir uh, is Mishalech Sa'arav Tachas Hadud. Let's go again backtrack to Memdalar and Bezin, just uh, quickly pick up this conversation from the beginning so that we could follow over here. So Amr Abaye on Memdalar and Bezin, about halfway through the page. Amr Abaye, Ashkachtinu Lechavrid Rav Nosen Bar Hoshaya, Diyasin Vekamr. And I found the Chaverim of Rav Nosen Bar Hoshaya that were sitting and they were saying, the following. It says in a Brisa, when it comes to the Parsha of a Zav, the Torah tells us that that a Zav has to count seven days, and then he's Rachatz Bissar Bemaim, then he goes to the Bemaim Chaim, he goes to Mayan to be uh, to be Tovel, Vitaher, and he becomes Sar, and then Uvayama Shmini, Zikach Loshte Sarmashem Bidayona, Pasuk says that on the eighth day, he takes Shte Sarmashem Bidayona, and then the Gemara picks up the rest of the Pasuk. Ubal Hashem El Pesach Ol Moed, Unisana Melakoin. And he goes Lufnei Hashem to the Pesach Ol Moed, and he gives it to the Kohen. So from there we learn, when is he allowed to go to the Pesach Azara to give his Karbanos to the Kohen? That's only, 
in. Only if he already went to the mikvah on day seven of his ziva, plus he had Arv Shemesh. He waited until nightfall after his tevila. Then he's allowed to, to go to the Pesach Hazara. But lo taval vas Arv Shemesh. But if he, uh, if he was taval and he still didn't do Arv Shemesh, he didn't wait until nightfall after the tevila, then no, then he's not allowed to go to the Pesach Hazara. From the Pesach, from the Pesach it sounds that he was Rachatz Biyom Shvi and then Ubah Shemesh, and then he became tar. Then the next day on Yom Hashmini, after he ready a nightfall following his tevila, that's when he's allowed to bring his kabbalos to the Pesach Hazara. But it sounds like any point prior to that, he's not allowed to go to the Pesach Hazara. Why? Because apparently he's not allowed to go to the Machna Levia, and Mele he can't go to the Pesach Hazara. That's the brisa. So, so uh, the Chaverim of Nasan Bar proved Alma Kasavar Tzvul Yom Shalzav. Kizav Dami, we know Azav is not allowed in the Machna Leviyah, but the Chiddush over here is that even after he went to the Mikvah, he's not allowed in Machna Leviyah because he still needs to wait for Harav Shemesh to be allowed into the Machna Leviyah. That a Tvul Yom of Azav has a status of Azav that's not allowed to go in the Machna Leviyah. Now it happens to be that the Pasuk is talking about Azav Bal Shalosh Reels because it talks about bringing Karbanos and Azav Bal Shtei Reels does not bring Karbanos. He just has the seven days and and go to the mikveh, but uh, we're assuming that the same would be true about a zavbal shtei reels. That just like a zavbal shalosh reels, when he went to the mikveh until Arav Shemesh, he's not allowed in Machna Leviya. So to a zavbal shtei reels, even though he's not mechus kapara, he doesn't have to bring karbanos the next day. But when he went to the mikveh, if he has not yet had Arav Shemesh, he's not allowed to go to uh, to the Machna Leviya. So Abaye rejects this assertion that they made, that these Chaverim of Rav Nassim Bar Hoshaya made. And he proves that that can't be what the Bryce is teaching us. It can't be that the Bryce is teaching us that a Tvulyom of a Zav is not allowed in the Machna Leviya. Because he said, Amina Lahon Ana, I said to them, Elamayata, if you're going to darshan a Pasuk that way, that the Pasuk says, Upayom Hashmini Yikol Loshtei Moed, to teach me that prior to Yom Hashmini, they're not allowed in the Pesach Moed, he's not allowed in the Machna Leviyah, well then Gabe Nazir Tameh, when you have a case of a Nazir who became Tami Lemais and uh, he has to be Metair himself and to bring his Karbanos, Nami you should make a similar drasha because it says by a Nazir Tameh Pasuk says that uh, he brings that on the eighth day of his tarot process he brings the Karbanos to the Pesach Moed, so maybe you should say the same drasha, when is a Nazir Tameh allowed to bring his Karbanos to the Pesach Hazara? Only if he went to the Mikvah on day 7 and he had Harav Shemesh. He's no longer a Tvul Yom. But prior to having Harav Shemesh, he's not allowed into the Pesach Moed. So you're going to say such a similar drasha, but that's ridiculous. That doesn't make sense by a Nazir Tameh. To say that a Nazir Tameh is not allowed into a Machna Leviya, what is a Nazir Tameh? A Nazir Tameh means a Nazir who became Tameh to a Mace. It means that all he's not a Zav, he has Tumas Mace. When someone is a Tameh Mace, the Gemara is about to tell us, when someone is a Tameh Mace, they're always allowed a Machna Leviya. You don't even need to wait 
wait to day seven. You don't even need to go to the mikvah. A tummy mace is always allowed into Machna Leviya. A tummy mace is only not allowed into Machna Shechina. So you can't make this drasha that whenever the Torah says that on the eighth day he comes to the Pesach al Moed, you cannot derive from there that prior to the eighth day that when he's a Tvil he's not allowed into the Pesach al Moed. Because if you can make that drasha by Yisav, you can have to make that drasha by a tummy mace. And by a tummy mace, it makes no sense. By Yisav, it's a tummy mace. It makes no sense. Michti, Sharni Knar Hecha Kayamin. Where exactly is this Sharni Knar at the Pesach Azara? It's Bishari Leviya. It's in the Machna Leviya. And only beyond there is considered the Machna Shechina. So you're going to tell me that a Nazir became Tame as a Tame Mace is not allowed into the Machna Leviya? That's absurd. Vahatanya. Tame Mace Mutli Kalis by Machna Leviya. We learned in a Brysa that a Tame Mace is allowed into the Machna Leviya. It's not as severe as a Zav who's not even allowed into the Machna Leviya. A Tame Mace is allowed into the Machna Leviya. Those people who go on Harabais is Manenu uh, that, uh, that hold that it's Mutter. They only hold that it's Mutter because they hold that they could be Matarid themselves from Tomaziva. But they know that they're all Tame Mace. We're, we're all Tame Mace. We don't have A for Paraduma. So they're, they're a Tame Mace, but, they, but a Tame Mace is allowed in the Harabais. It's just not allowed in the Machna Shechina. And they're confident that they're not overstepping and getting uh, anywhere near the Machna Shechina. Not only is Tame Mace allowed to go into the Machna Leviya, Ela Afilu Meis Atzmo. Even uh, the, it's mutter even for the Meis itself to go into the Machna Leviya. Shenemar Veikach Moshe Es Atzmo Yosef Imo My Imo Imo B'Mechitzaso. That when the Kali Yisrael left Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu took the Atzmo Yosef with him, and the word Imo teaches us that he, that he brought the Atzmo Yosef Mamsh where he was. Imo B'Machna Leviya. Moshe was a Levi, so it was in the Machna Leviya, meaning the uh, the 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 in the, the, the three different sections of the encampment of Klal Yisrael in the Midbar correspond to the three sections of the Kedusha of uh, Yerushalayim. You have uh, the, the Machna Shechina, the Machna Leviya, and then uh, then the rest of Yerushalayim. So, so the Machna Yisrael corresponds to the Machna Yisrael. So you see that you cannot be medayik from the Pasuk with just the, because the Pasuk says, oh, Yom HaShmini, you go El Pesach Al Moed with your Karbanos, then it must be that in Yom HaShvi you're not allowed into the Machna Leviya. Because Someone who's a tummy mace is allowed into the machna levia the whole time. So it must be that what the pasuk is telling us is that when you bring your, car, it's just telling us to bring the karbanos. It's not coming to tell us any sort of diuk that prior to that you weren't allowed in that area. It's just telling us on day eight you bring your, that's when you bring your karbanos, and this is where you bring your karbanos. But it's not telling us that on day eight that area was restricted was restricted for you, and both by a zav and and, and by a uh, by by a, a, a Nazir. So uh, that was Abaye's response to them. So since we cannot explain the Brice of the way the Chaverim of Rav Nassim Bar Hoshaya explained it, so we explain the Brice differently. Elos, Abaye says, I'll tell you what the Brice means to say. Tzvulyom Shalzav, Lav Kizav Dami. That a Tzvulyom Shalzav is allowed into the Machna Leviya. Even on day seven before he had Arab Shemesh, he's allowed into the Machna Leviya. Not like the Chaverim of Rav Nassim Bar Hoshaya. But even so, uh, even though Tvul Yom Shal Zav is allowed into the Machna Leviya, that's only by a Zav Bal where there isn't going to be any Karban. But if he's a Zav Bal Shalosh where in addition to Tvul Yom, he's also Mechusar Kapara, meaning he went to the Mikvah, not only does he have to wait for nightfall, but to complete this Torah process, he's also going to have to bring Karbanos to the next day. Oh, such a person. 
person is not allowed into the Machna Levia. That's what the Bryce is talking about. That is of Shalosh Re'ios. After he goes to the Mikvah on day seven, before he had Arab Shemesh, he's not, into the Levia because he's not allowed into the Machna Levia because he's missing two things. He's missing Arab Shemesh plus the Karbanos the next day. But a regular Tvil Yom Shalzav Bal Reels is certainly permitted into the Machna Levia. And Nazir was Tame B'Tame Meis, obviously is certainly permitted into the Machna Levia after he's Tobal even before Harav Shemesh. Aye, he also needs to bring Karbanos the next day. Yeah, but a Nazir that's Tame, his bringing Karbanos is not considered Mechus or Kapara because the Karban is not being Mashlim is Tahara. He was Nitma B'Meis. Tame Meis doesn't bring Karbanos. His Chiv Karban is Medine Nazirus, it's not Medine Tahara. So, uh, so that doesn't restrict him in terms of where he has access to in the Mikdash complex. So the, uh, the, 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 uh, we, we, the Bryce made this drasha that when it says by the Karbanos of the Zav, the Bryce says that the Ibn Machna Leviya Ka'i, so if we're talking it, 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 since the, at that time that he brings his Karban, he's in the Machna Leviya and he's not in the Machna Shechina because anyone who's Tameh before he brings his Karbanos is not allowed in the Machna Shechina. Amayka Karle Olmoi. So the Gemara says, well, wait a second, this whole Bryce has been making the assumption that we're talking about the Machna Leviya, but he keeps saying he goes to Pesach Ol Moed. If it's the Machna Leviya, why do we call that Pesach Ol Moed? Pesach Ol Moed is the Machna Shechina. Why would we call the, 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 the place of Machna Leviya the Pesach Ol Moed? Pesach Ol Moed is really Machna Shechina, because that's in the Azara. So uh, it must be the Memra, it must be that we compare the Machna Leviya to the Machna Shechina as far as the following din. Mahasam Mechusar Kapar Lo Ayil, just like a Pesach to the Pesach Ol Moed, uh, someone who's Mechusar Kapar, someone who didn't bring his Karbanos yet, First tara process is not allowed in there. Sa'af machna levia nami mechusar kapara lo ayil. So too, when it comes to machna levia, if a person is a mechusar kapara and also with tevul yom, then he's not allowed into the machna levia. Uh, meaning, someone who, uh, who who's only uh, missing his karbanos is not allowed into the machna shechina, but is allowed into the machna levia. From this pasuk, we're darshaning that if he's a mechusar kapara, um, that there's a, a certain situation where a mechusar kapara is not even allowed into the Machna Leviyah, and that is where he's both Mechusar Kapara and the Tvulyom, where he's not only missing his Karbanos, but he's also awaiting Harav Shemesh. So Zav, Bal Shalosh Reios, who was Tovel on day seven, and is awaiting Harav Shemesh, but also is going to need to bring Karbanos the next day, he's restricted even from Machna Leviyah. So it says in the wait, how do I know that a Mechusar Kapara is not allowed into the Machna Shechina? The Torah doesn't say Beferish, uh, that someone already went to the Mikveh and his Mechusar Kapara is Asr in Machna Shechina. So Gemara brings a Makar, Ditanya. We have a Bryce that tells us the Torah, when it talks about the Yisra of going into the Mikdash when you are Tamei, says Tamei It says, So those words are extra. That tells me that a Tvul Yom is not allowed into the Azara. And then it says, Those words are also extra. Tell me that a Mechusar Kapara is not allowed into the Azara, that he's not allowed into the, uh, the Machna, into the Machna Shechina. Um, that's that's the uh, the limud. Tosos and the rush explain that uh, from the fact that it says O Tumasa Bo, it means Dafka Azav Mitzara and Yoledas that the Tuma is Yotze Miglufam. So in the Mechusar Kapara, they're Asr in the Machna Levia, but in Nazir Tame is Mutter Machna Levia because the Tuma that he has is not a Tuma that's Yotze 
Yotzei Megufo. So therefore he's less restricted, meaning we assume it's a more severe form of Tumah when the Tumah is generated by a person's own body, like a Zav, Yoleda, so, but when the, when the, when the Tumah comes from the outside, so it's less restrictive, and therefore he's allowed into the Machna Leviyah, but not into the Machna Shechina. Period. Now we move on to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah discusses the process of Tiglachas and the Karbanos of the Nazirus. So Tiglachas Atara Ketzad. The Tiglachas that a Nazir Tara does at the end of his Nazirus, to shave his head, how exactly is it done? Hayamevi Shalosh Behemos. He brings three animals for a uh, for Karbanos. He brings Chatos Olu Shlamim, a Kivsa for a Chatos, a Kevis for an Ola, and an Ayil for a Shlamim. Vishochetas Hashlamim, Umegaleach Aleim. He shechs the Karban Shlamim first, and he does the Gil on the carbon shlamim. Aleim means the, the, the shlamim, even though alehem is, uh, is plural, but the word shlamim sounds plural, so that's why we, uh, we, we you know, in the Hebrew language, you say alehem, even though it's really alav, it's really just on the uh, carbon shlamim. Uh, and meaning, after he's makr of the carbon shlamim, then he's, he does the giluach divri Rabbi Yehuda. That is the shita of Rabbi Yehuda. So uh, Rabbi Yehuda holds shlamim comes first. Tosa and the Rosh explain that according to Rabbi Yehuda, since he's megaleach on the shlamim, that's why he's makr of the carbon shlamim. That, that's why he's makr of the carbon the carbon shlamim uh, first. Uh, not like Rabbi Eliezer, who holds that the chatos is brought first. So Tosa asks, why does the Tana uh, list the carbonos shaloka say there? Right? According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's shlamim first. So why does it say shalosh beimos? Chatos ola ushlamim. What do you mean? Shlamim is first, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Why would it mention chatos and then ola and only finally shlamim? So in the Sefer Birchas Rosh, he suggests that the seder in the Mishnah is the seder of the hakdasha. That you're supposed to be makdish your chatos first, and then the ola, and then the shlamim. But as far as hakrava is concerned, you're makra the carbon shlamim first in order to be makayim the mitzvah of teglachas, which is associated with the uh, with the carbon shlamim. Essentially, the Rambam holds that the carbon shlamim is not. Uh, hukra first, that the Karman Shlomim is Hukra last, and you're Megaleach on the Karman Shlomim. Lechemish explains that that's how he touches up Rabbi Yehuda, that Shochet as Hashlamim, but it doesn't say in the Mishnah, Barishona, just as Shochet as Hashlamim. So the Ram learns when, when you're Shochet as Hashlamim, which is last, as we just saw, Kosholos Bebos, Chatos Hol Hashlamim. So when you're Shochet Hashlamim, which is last, that's when you're Megaleach. That's how Lechemishna understands the, uh, the Rambam, the, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the the Chaznish points out that even the Dasa Rambam, it's not a din that you have to be megaleach after you finish all the kabbalos. It's a din that you have to be megaleach after the shlamim. So if you did it out of order, meaning and you didn't do the shlamim last, you did the shlamim first. The Rambam would also say that you have to be megaleach after the uh, the carbon shlamim. Anyway, that's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. So again, simple reading of Shitas Rabbi Yehuda: Chatas Ola and Shlamim, and you shech the you megaleach after the shechita the carbon shlamim. Rabbi Lazar Omer lo megaleach ela alach. Chatos. No, you're not megaleich on the shlamim. You're megaleich on the chatos after you shech the carbon chatos. Chatos kodemus bekal makom. And the reason for that is because chatos comes first. So whenever you're going to bring many carbonos, and one of those carbonos is a chatos bekal makom. Wherever you have such a situation where there are multiple carbonos, and one of them is a chatos, you're mak of the chatos first, and therefore you should be megaleich on the chatos because you should always be megaleich on the first carbon that you're bringing. And even though Lechachila, Rabbi Yehuda holds it's a mitzvah to be megaleach on the shlamim. 
that Rabbi Lazar holds it's a mitzvah to be megaleach on the chatas. But everyone agrees that b'diavad, if you're megaleach on any one of the karbanos, you're yotze. That if you're megaleach uh, following any one of the karbanos, uh, you're you're yotze. Um, the uh, the in in uh, the sugya and zvachim dafnon hey they darshan this from the pasuk. The idea that megaleach on whichever one you're yotze because the pasuk says the krivis karbanola Hashem kevis ben shnosa tamim echad liola v'kivsa achas ben shnosa tamim alechatas vayelechad. So we're makish all the karbanos to each other, meaning all of them are listed in the same pasuk. They're juxtaposed to each other to tell me that if you're megaleach and either on any one of them you're yotze. That just like if you're megaleach on the shlamim alone you're yotze, uh, so too if you're megaleach on any one of them alone you're you are uh, you're yotze. Now the shidduk mubetzas quotes from Rabbeinu Azriel that you're megaleach after you conclude being makriv the shlamim. Right, that's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. That it's but it's after the conclusion of the hakrava. What does it mean? The conclusion of the akrava. means that means after the zrikas dam of the karmish shlamim, and that's what Tosus writes in Mesachas Psachim as well. However, the Rambam implies in the eighth parak of uh, Hilchos Nazirus and in the Pirush Hamishnayis they megaleach right after the shechita, not after the uh, zrikas dam. Problem is there are gemaras that sound not that way, but uh, but that's what it sounds like from the uh, from the Rambam that the giluach is after the shechita as well as after the shechita's dam. So what we have in our mishnah is machlokas tanaim. Which of the karbanos do you do the giluach after? But it's machlokas. You should learn what the word after means. Does after mean after the shechita? Does after mean after the zrikas dam? So uh, and then the mishnah said, but if if you did it on any after any of the karbanos you yotze. So now the mishnah tells us from shumagum liyalomer hevi shalosh behem. If a Nazir brings three behemoths to be maktish them for his karbanos, below pirish, and he didn't identify which one is going to be the chatos, which one's going to be the ola, which one's going to be the shlamim, he just took three animals and he said, Elulinizirusai, these are, five, uh, are for my Nazirus. Saharu'iyalachatos, the one that could be a chatos, which means the one that's a, a kivsabashnasa, tikrav chatos, that one is the chatos. Li ola, the one that could be an ola, meaning the keves ben shnasa, tikrav ola, that's the one that's brought as an ola. And the shlamim, the one that could be a shlamim, meaning an ayil ben shtayim, is tikrav shlamim. That's the one that's brought as a shlamim. Meaning, since it's so specific, which animals are kosher for which kabbalos, you don't really need to identify which is for which because it's obvious based on the types of animals that you have in front of you. So even though uh, normally when you're mafresh a carbon, you need to say the shame of the carbon at the time of the afrasha, you need to say this is an ola. A nazir could just say el nizirusai because when you have three animals, it's very easy to identify which animal animals for which of the karbanos of the nazirus. Okay, so now the Gemara tells us what is the source for Buda that a nazirus megaleach dafka on the karban shlamim, that dafka after the karban shlamim that the nazirus megaleach. So says the uh, the Gemara, Tan Rabbanan, v'gilach hanazir pesach al-moed. It doesn't say which karban is megaleach on, so b'shlamim akasam medaber. It must be that we're talking about the karban shlamim, that it's after the karban shlamim. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says in the parsha of the hakrav of the karban shlamim, ushchah it says that you shechted Pesach Ol Moed. So with the we darshan that lashon Pesach Ol Moed, that it must be the same Pesach Ol Moed to the, 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 that relates to the Giluach. That it's this carbon that's done Pesach Ol Moed, that's shechted Pesach Ol Moed, that, uh, that you do the Giluach right after it. The uh, Mefarish points out that in Mesechus Erevin, uh, they darshan from this Pesach that you don't can shech the carbon Shlamim before they open the doors of the Heichal in the morning. And if you did it, then uh, it's going to be possible. And the reason 
reason by Dafka by the Karman Shlom, they're makbid that the Dalasal Sehechel should be open at the time that you're uh, that you shechted, is because the Karman Shlomim is a Betoras Doron, so it has to be very clear that uh, the doors are open already, that we're ready to give this gift, so to speak, Takarish Baruchu. But the bottom line is over here we're darshaning that uh, it's Dafka, the Giluach is Dafka done after the Karman Shlomim. So it says, wait, Atomer Bishlam Makasim Adaber, are you sure that the term Pesachol Moed is a reference to Karman Shlomim? Maybe it's telling me not that you do the Giluach after the carbon that also uses the words Pesach Moed. Maybe it's telling me do the Giluach by the Pesach Moed. That's where you're supposed to get the haircut. That's where the Nazar should be Megalech by the Pesach Moed. It's not about the carbon. It's not about which carbon he's doing. It's not about the timing of the Giluach. It's about the location of the, of the Giluach as the term Pesach Moed would, would imply. So Amritim Kain Derek Bizayim says that's not a possibility. It can't be that Pesach Moed means that you do the haircut at the Pesach Moed because that's Bizayim. to be Megalech, right? By the Kodesh. Uh, it can't be. That's such a Bizayim of the Mikdash to get a haircut in such a place that apparently that's considered uh, Darek Bizayon. It's interesting because in the, the uh, Sefer Shulchan Gavoa, uh, uh, the, the, one of the Svarik Adolim writes that the Minigid Yushalayim is to be Megaleach HaKatan and his first Teglachas uh, with a great Simcha and, uh, and, 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 uh, and to do with Dafka um, uh, on Cholomoid in a Beis HaKnesses. To Dafka do it in a, in a Shulchan Stechebet, he says that our Gemara says that you're not allowed to do Teglachas Nazar by Pesach Cholomoid because it's considered Derek Bizayim. You're not allowed to uh, behave in such a way. So it's a Lechora, Beisach Knesset, which is a Mikdash Ma'at, it should be also to get a haircut in a Beisach Knesset. So he, uh, he, he has, so he's Matmiya on this minig of the Chalaka in the uh, Beisach Knesset. Why aren't they Choshish for Bizayim Beisach Knesset? Aside from the Isra to be uh, sitting in Beisach Knesset, Begile Arosh. Um, so uh, in the Lev Chaim, he's Mochiach from Rashi on the Pasuk, Begile Chanazer Pesachal Moed, that the Glachs in Beisach Knesset is Derek Bizayon, and we should ask him it, meaning based on our Gemara. So Stei says, maybe it could be Miyashev, that since this Teglachas is a Teglachas mitzvah, that we're now, uh, what's the whole point? Why is it said that the haircut is such a big deal for a katan? It's because of what we're not cutting, meaning it's the fact that we give him a haircut, and we leave him with payas. That's a, so it's a key mitzvah of, uh, of, of, of payas harosh, when you give the child a haircut and you leave him with payas, so it's a chib of mitzvah of payas. So we do a whole thing for chib mitzvah. Maybe that's why they allow it in the uh, beis haknesses. So uh, the, in the pinini alach section of the sift over here, he quotes the maasev that asks this, the kasha on the stechemed that that, that that has a ha'ara on the kasha of the stechemed that there are certain things that we're makbid about in the beis hamikdash, but we're not makbid about in beis haknesses. Meaning, it's, 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 you know, we find that rakika on harabayis is asur, but in beis haknesses it's mutter to do Rikika. So maybe uh, getting a haircut is something that's Asar and Harabais, it's Asar in the Beis HaMikdash, but Mehechi Tesi, that it's a problem in a uh, Beis HaKnesses. Uh, how do we know which things that you're not allowed to do in the Beis HaMikdash we carry over to Beis HaKnesses and which not? So uh, Rav Shechza points out in Eretz Atzvi that uh, the concept of Mikdash Ma'at is uh, the following, that both in the Beis HaMikdash and in the Beis HaKnesses it's a meeting point with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a place where we meet HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the Beis HaMikdash though is his house. The Beis HaKnesses is our house. So the way you would uh, you would walk around your own home, you could walk around the Beis HaKnesses. The way you would walk around 
someone else's home. So in many places, it's a uh, custom uh, that you don't walk around someone else's home with shoes on. You go in someone else's home, you take off your shoes. In your own home, you could wear you could wear your shoes. So we wear shoes in the base of Knesset. We don't wear shoes in the base of English. You have to take off business in the sandal in the on the Makom Amigdash. So that's uh, that would relate to Rikika as well. Why there should be a difference? So uh, so m- maybe that would relate to Teglachas also. That Teglachas you wouldn't go with someone else's house and get a haircut, but in your own home you uh, you would get a haircut. So anyway, that's the uh, a little bit of the discussion. But back to our Gemara. So again, we're trying to figure out. Where does Rabbi Yudah get the idea that you do the Giluach after the Karmash Shalom? He said, oh, because when it talks about Giluach, it says Pesach Olmoid. And it can't possibly mean that they do the Giluach at the Pesach Olmoid, because that's a chutzpah. So it must mean that uh, they do the Giluach after the Karmash about which it says Pesach Olmoid, and that's the Karmash Shalom. Rabbi Yoshio, I don't need to learn from a Svara that it's a Derek Bizayon, that you're not allowed to get a haircut, that the Nazi can't do the Giluach at the Pesach Olmoid, because the Yom Torah, the Torah, when it talks about uh, going up on the Mizbech, it says that there's a ramp going up the Mizbech there aren't steps because it's uh, not Derech Kavod to take these wide steps on the Mizbech so so from there I'll, I'll learn a Kavachomer that you're not allowed to get a haircut by the old Moed if even uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the the ramp of the you know this, the, the floor of the uh, of the Mikdash going up toward the Mizbech you have to be uh, protective of its Kavod so for sure the Pesach Hol Moed you need to be protective of its Kavod and therefore I don't need uh, I don't need a, a, a Svara that it's Derek Bizayon I have a Makar that it's Derek Bizayon based on not walking on steps up to the Mizbeach. And then what sneaks in here is basically the same idea, but it says Nusachachar b'medrash parshas naso. This clearly was not part of the Gemara, but a few lines were snuck in from the medrash in parshas naso. So what does it say? Nusachachar v'gilach hanazir, Rabbi Yoshi Omer b'shlom makasim medaber. That we learn from the Pasuk, Pesach Olamoi, that you do the giluach after the shlomim. Oh, hey, no, maybe it's not about the the, uh, the, the covered shlomim. Maybe it's telling me to get the actual haircut at the Pesach if you're not even allowed to walk on up steps to the Mizbech, then for sure you're not allowed to be Megalech at the Pesach Olmoid. And therefore, that's the basis for Rabbi Yudashita that, uh, that the Giluach happens after the Karmen Shlabim. Now, Rabbi Yitzchak brings another raya that the Nazir is not Megalech at the Pesach Olmoid Mamish, but not because it's Derek Bizayon. Rabbi Yitzchak, I don't need this Svara that it's Derek Bizayon in order to prove that Nazir is not Megalech at the Pesach Olmoid. It's from the Pesach itself that I know it, because Arei Omer, in the parsha of the Nazir, it says, Velokach HaSa'ar Rosh Nizro, V'Nasan Al Eish. So, which Eish? The, the one that's under the Zevach HaShlamim. So the Nazir has to take his hair that he just took off, off of his head and put it on the Eish that's being Mavashel the Basar of the Shlamim. So Mishayinu Mechusa Lekichu Nasina. It sounds like in order to put the hair on the fire that's under the uh, pot that's cooking the Shlamim, you only need to take it off of your head and put it on the Eish. But you don't need any other actions in between. Yatzazeh, as opposed to someone who's, be, who's being Megalech at the Pesach Al Moed, Hushayinu Mechusa Lekicha Havah Unasina. 
if his haircut is all the way at the Pesachol Moed, in order to burn the hair, he's going to have to then take that hair from his head and bring it to the place where they, sh- where, where they cook the carbon Shlomim and put it on the fire because they would not cook the carbon Shlomim at the Pesachol Moed. So you see from the Pesach that it speaks about how they would burn it right there in the, spe- in the spot where he's doing the Giluach that, uh, that you don't do the haircut at the Pesachol Moed. It must be that he's Megalech right next to where he burns it, which is in the Lishchas HaNazirin. So that's the, the Makar. Ikata Ami and the others say that Rabbi Yitzchak in a different Nusach, that Rabbi Yitzchak Omer B'Shlom Makasim Medaber, that we dash from the Pasuk, Pesachal Moed, that he's Megalech after the Korban Shlomim. Atom B'Shlom Makasim Medaber, Oenoel Pesachal Moed Mamish. How do you know? Maybe it means that he actually gets the haircut at the Pesachal Moed. Tabal Omer, that's why the Pasuk says, Avalaka Chesar Rosh Nizro, um, that he takes the Saros Nizro and he puts it on the Esh that's under the, the carbon Shlamim. So from the fact that it's Masmich, the Mitzvah Giluach, to the Mitzvah of the burning of the, of the hair, Makam Shayim Vashel, Sham Haim So the Drasha is the very place where he's Mevashel, that's where he's Megalech. So it's in the Lishchas and Nazirim that he's Megalech and not at the Pesachol Moed. But all of that so far was really an elaboration of one Shita. Why does the Pasuk say Pesachol Moed when it comes to the, uh, the, the Giluach of Nazir? To teach me that the Giluach of Nazir happens after the Karban Shlamin. So it says, well, but uh, that's not necessarily true. There may be other reasons why it says Pesachol Moed. Moed does not mean that it's literally at the Pesachol Moed, nor that it's after the Karban Shlamin, but rather if he comes to the base of Mikdash in the morning before they open the doors of the Heichal, he should wait until they open the doors and then be Megaleach. That it's about the timing of the Giluach, not the, not the timing as far as Karban, as far as after which Karban, nor about the place where you do the Giluach, but about that you have to wait until the doors of the Heichal are open. And then a third sheet, or Bishim Shazuri Omer, that a Nazir does the Giluach at the Pesachal Moed, and he learns that it means actually that that's where he gets his haircut. But a Nazira, a female Nazir, would not be able to get her haircut there because because you're afraid that it's going to cause the Yetzir Hara of the Pirchei Kuna, that they're going to uncover her hair and give her a haircut right there at the Pesachal Moed. So Amalo, so Abba said to Rabbi Shazuri, so that's by the way a third sheet. The Pesachal Moed is actually Mamish, that he gets his haircut at the Pesach Al Moed. So he says, but according to you, that a Nazira doesn't do that, so why wouldn't the Zira not do that? By a Soto, we're not so concerned, apparently, of that that Pirchei Kuna We're not worried that the Pirchei Kuna Arganavi No, and the Zira is uh, dressed up normally, and she's uh, made up, and everything else. But Zo A Sota is uh, the menavel her. They make her look disgusting, so she looks very unattractive. So we're more concerned by a Nazira that it's going to cause the Pirchei Kuna than we are by a Sota. Bottom line is, we had three shitos of what the word Pesachol Moe teach me. Uh, that we had either it's the basis from Yehuda that you do the Giluach after the Karmen Shlamim, or it means that they uh, do the Giluach only after the doors of the Heichal are open, or it means that they do the Giluach 
at the actual Pesach, but they can't do that by a Nazira. Okay, now the Mishnah goes on to say, so what do you do with the hair once he does the haircut? So he takes the hair, and he throws it under the pot that's cooking his Karmen Shlavim, but if he did the Giluach outside of uh, the Mikdash, in, uh, in, in uh, Medina normally means outside of Yerushalayim, over here it might mean in Yerushalayim, then you would not bring the hair to the Mikdash to burn underneath the Karmen Shlavim, when do we say that the hair gets burnt? That's only the teglachas at the end of a successful nazirus. But if a nazirus was interrupted with tuma, and that's why he's doing a giluach, that hair doesn't get burnt. Rameir says, no, even in Nazir Tameh, is shaleach uh, hisayar tachas It's only if it's a nazir tameh that's megaleach in the medina that it's not mishaleach tachas hadud. But a teglachas tara is mishaleach tachas hadud even if it's in medina and uh, and and uh, and and uh, teglachas tuma if it's in Yerushalayim is is mishaleach tachas hadud. So again, there are two factors over here. There's whether he's tameh or tar, and there's where is this teglachas happening. So Tanakama had said everything has to be pointing in the right direction to throw a tachas hadud. It has to be in the Zeros Tahara, and it needs to be in the Mikdash. Uh, whereas Rav Meir says, no, uh, if you have either of the factors, you throw a Tachsadun. If it's either the Mikdash or it's in the Zeros Tahara, you don't need both of the, uh, of the factors. And then we're going to see a third sheet that's going to appear uh, in a few minutes at the end of the, uh, the Gemara. So says Gemara, Notel Sarosh Nizro. So Tanrabban Vacharkach, Notel Sarotav, that after he's Mikaleach, his hair, he takes some of the sauce that they're Mavashal the Karmen Shlamim in, and he mixes it with the hair he pours it on the hair and then he throws that and then he throws that mixture of hair and sauce and he puts that under the, uh, the, the fi- uh, on the fire that's burning the carbon shlamim under the part of the carbon shlamim but if he burns it with the with the fire that's cooking the then he's yotze as well says wait I thought you only do Shiloh Taksadud according to the Tanakama if it's a Nazir Tahar. A Nazir Tahar doesn't have an Asham. He has a Khatas, he has an Ola, he has a Shlamim, but he has no Asham. Only Nazir Tameh has, has an Asham. So Amarava Hachikab. The Bryson means to tell me as follows that a Nazir Tahar is Mishlech Taksadud of the Shlamim. But the Im Nazir Tameh, Mishalech Taksadud Shalashab, Yatsa. If a Nazir Tameh is Mishalech Taksadud of an Asham, he's Yotse. So clearly the Bryce is assuming that a Nazir Tameh also burns his hair. So it turns out that this Bryce is Cholik on the Tanakam of our Mishnah. Right, the Tanakam of our Mishnah clearly said that a Nazir Tameh does not burn his hair. But this Bryce is saying that a Nazir Tameh could burn his hair and he could do it under the, the, the pot that's cooking the Asham. It doesn't have to be under Shlam Minan Emili, how do I know this strange din that they take the rotav and they pour it on the sayer of the Nazir uh, to, before, they, they, before they put a tach sadud? So Amarava, Amarkra, because the Pasuk says, Asher tacha zevach So the term zevach is extra. Mizivcho yehei tachtov. So apparently part of the zevach also has to be tachtov. But it can't be the meat itself because you're not allowed to destroy the meat of the carbon. You're not allowed to be mafsif kachin. So what part of the Zevach is Tachtov? The part of the Zevach that's Tachtov must be 
the rotav. Vim shilach tachsa dud shal chatos yotzim. He said, if you put it under the the chatos, you also yotzim. My time, amarkra zevach. The rabbis chatos v'yashem zevach is a more general term, so that includes chatos nashem. Va'apikti the high zevach mirotav. But wait a second, we already used that uh, term zevach to tell me that you mix it with rotav. Imkain lemekra mirotav ashlami. If it only wanted to tell me you mix it with rotav, it should have said the words mirotav ashlami. My zevach. Why does it have to use the word zevach? By using the word zevach, it's telling me that I'm even allowed to burn the hair underneath the pot that's cooking the chatos or the yashem. You're still yotze that din of burning tachasadud. But maybe the entire drasha uh, from the word zevach is only teaching that din. Maybe the word zevach is not teaching me anything about the rotav. It's only teaching me this din. That that if you put it under the chatos nasham, you're also yotze. Imkain lema shlamim vezevach. My zevach hashlamim shmamino tarte. It could have said shlamim zevach, and then it would have implied either underneath the fire that's burning the shlamim or the zevach, the other kabbalos. Why does it say zevach hashlamim to tell me that part of the shlamim itself should be mixed with the hair, and that mixture should be put tachsadut? So you see that both dinim could be derived that it's kosher under any carbon, and that you mix some of the rotav with the hair. Now the Bryce just elaborates three shitos. We only had two in the Mishnah. Three shitos about which Nazirim burn their hair. Rameir says only if you have both strikes against you that it's a Nazir Tame and it's been Medina. Only then do you not. Uh, send the hair to burn the hair. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Tahorim Kanu Kanu Yimishalchin Tmein Kanu Kan Lo Yimishalchin. Rabbi Yehuda says there's only one factor that matters. Is it a Nazir Tar or is it a Nazir Tame? I don't care where he is. The only factor that matters is whether it's a Nazir Tahar or a Nazir Tame. The Chachamim Omrim Hakol Lo Yimishalchin Tachasadud Chutz Min Tar Shabemikdash Meishenasa Kimitzvaso. That only when both factors are working in your favor do you burn the hair Tachasadud. It has to be a Nazir Tar. And it must be in the Migdash. So the first and third Shitos we had already seen in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda was the Chiddush, that the factor of where you are is irrelevant. It's all about whether you are Tahar or Tameh. Okay, Bethlehem, tomorrow Elisha will pick up with the Mishnah. I'm going to be away tomorrow and uh, Shabbos and Sunday. But I'll be back on Monday, Bethlehem. So, good Shabbos, everybody.